0: unapologetic and insightful conversation. From the tip of our tongues is Straight to tape. Subscribe to Straight to Tape on all of your favorite podcasts. Such as SoundCloud, Google Play, and yes, we are Apple Podcasts. Also, like, follow, and share us on Facebook, iTunes, Twitter, Straight to Tape. Hey, giving you a slice of unapologetic conversation. Welcome to Straight to Tape. Today, we have the ladies first edition, the mega moms edition. I am the quintessential hip hop mom, Keisha with a Y. And this week, I have a superstar lineup of moms for you guys. I've got Daisha Banner. She is owner of Toasted Up LLC. Hi, everyone. Niche Evans, she's owner of Linux and Gray Incorporated. Doc Swiner, of course, she's a doctor. And she's owner of Swiner Publishing Company. And Carmen, who feeds us regularly. She's been on our show before with the Fat Mac, owner of Full Street Wings. What's up, ladies? Thank you so much for joining me today. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, what's up? up? So I guess we'll break the ice a little bit, right? So we've been in quarantine, not quarantine. That's the wrong thing to say. We've been in shelter in place for the most part since March, right? And there are a lot of things that I go out and get done that I really have not been able to get done. So let's go around the room. So what have y'all been doing about your nails? Because mine are self-done right now. They're growing though, which kind of makes sense but what are you guys doing about your nails we you go ahead to get the woman stuff out of the way right now
1: i went and got a mini pedicure last week
0: ah did you i am so nervous yeah i, I know
1: I, so i had to i had to so we'll get into this i have been learning how to go off grid, and so i just hit a point between that and exercising where i was like this is just horrible it's horrible and i gotta get something done so that's make- a
0: cute orange, too. That I is like cute.
1: it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's a cute You're, sure, you're it. <laughs> it. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, it was crazy. So they had like these little makeshift, you know, glass or kind of plastic um, mm-hmm. walls or barriers that they put up. And then they had a larger one that was mobile that they did for when I was getting my pedicure. And then on top of that, they still didn't open up, you know, all of their boots in order to maintain the six foot social distance. So, um, yeah, it was. It was cool. And I, I, else I, I, yeah, and then I intentionally planned mine so that I would be the last client for the day as well. So, yeah, yeah.
2: my uh, eight now nine year old as, as of two days ago has she's all into nails, so she actually is you know doing mine for fun. So.
0: Oh, she got you a little you look yeah uh
2: well, accent nail. Well.
0: Yep, look uh no, it's called uh what is A it? trick a trick nail. That's oh, what okay. uh <laughs> <I did it. laughs> listen. We, yeah. when I was when I was young, my aunt owned a beauty shop in downtown Selma. And there used to be this older white lady that would come in there and she taught she actually taught me how to do the hoochie coochie, but that's another story. Um <laughs> the da- the dance, the dance but she would come in and get her nails done and she would always get this was 30 years ago you guys at least probably more than that she would always get one nail painted special right mm-hmm. and so my aunt pat she would leave but she's like "That trick in here getting a trick nail so <laughs> that's what me me my mom <laughs> my sister have always called it a trick nail so now Course forward. And now, we're getting our nails done, and I want to get an accent nail, and my mom was like, I don't like that chick nail. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the chick nail. <laughs> That's yeah, so she all her little colors and watched, like the YouTube clips and all
2: that stuff. Uh-huh. Hey, you want to do my stuff? that
0: Yes. Yes. Daisha, what you doing for your nails? I have not done anything with my nails. I typically don't get them done. Um, my not my fingernails i get my feet done which is lord jesus but um i did i did do a self pedicure yesterday uh-huh. i don't like it i don't like it at all you sound you sound like brenda because she's like i don't like all this self- self-care stuff i do like, i don't want to like do it myself it. I, I want, want somebody, somebody to do, to it, do, do, do it for do me them. right i really want somebody to do them but my fingernails i don't tip because i wash my hands a lot typically um Mm -hmm. I have a lot of water on my hands and stuff like that so I just leave it alone but yeah and something told me not to get gel polish the last time I went which I'm glad I did and I don't know why I didn't uh why I thought of that but I didn't get I got my nails painted and I was like uh she was like you want gel I was like "Ah, nah I won't do it Thank God I did not, because that would have been a hard mess trying to get it off. Because everybody mm-hmm. had to figure out how to peel that stuff off. So, right when oh, I yeah. when the was
2: coming down, I
3: hurried up and my
2: and, yeah. and ran to my nail person to get the gel off. Because I was like, I oh, was and I put
0: it okay. on. Face, and I was like, everybody that has gel or acrylic. Like, no. <laughs> I saw that, and everybody's like, what? Huh? <laughs> huh what? what? Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Go ahead, because you're gonna be stuck. Kyra, what you do what you been doing
3: well i keep gloves on all the time i'm always yeah. cooking so there's absolutely nothing i don't have time for pretty nails it is what it is we all natural <laughs> they grow they grow they <laughs> cut them, they cut them <laughs> like probably the, to do. the yeah. place to be right hands. now yeah these are these are straight up chef hands so i'm touching hot pans gloves mm-hmm. everything so it's like there's Asbestos
0: no of- hands. Yes.
3: Exactly, you know. What about your see... brows, y'all? What about your oh my brows? god!
0: I just said that yesterday. I feel like a man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't have You're anything person. I can do. I don't, know. Like, I I don't just, really get my. I, I don't feel like a lady. <laughs> I put That's on lipstick though, so oh, you that makes me feel better. <laughs> but I don't, have, don't. have um. Y'all see my eyebrows? <laughs> You are cute man. Look at my eyebrows. You cute. You are cute You're No ma'am. You're, no You're cute. I got a lipstick, sir. just
2: say right. <laughs> you are talk cute. To <laughs> 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 talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> I can
0: understand. No right. Right. Not today. You cute, sir. I have on earrings and lipstick. Don't do that, dear sir. I'm a boy. I, don't I typically like keep mine. I keep one of them little razor things. So I keep mine kind of edged up a little bit. Because I, I will be out here looking crazy. I don't know how to do that stuff. This is, I really need to go on YouTube and figure out how to do them. Because I will have one eyebrow out if I do it myself. <laughs> so I do better, this is so funny.
1: So eight years ago, when I had my first son, I was like obsessed. So I ended up becoming a stay at home mom at the time and so i would watch youtube videos and so i learned how to do my eyebrows how to put on lashes and then um i cut. you my-
0: should have told me this years <laughs> ago eight eight years ago friend
1: eight years ago and i've been been maintaining since then so like the hair has been good because i cut my own hair and then eyebrows and like you just you learn it but to your point right it's baby steps so it was like putting on lashes you know mm-hmm. one is all up here another one is like you looking crazy <laughs> but i would just
2: yeah. yeah, and yeah. my my won't grow, so I I don't get my eyebrows done. I think since all, all the years and decades of threading and 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 shaving and plucking and all that, after I have my kids, they just stop growing. So I don't Look get my eyebrows never lucky. Been that lucky. Huh?
0: Yeah, I have never been that lucky.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I want them. I want them to flourish.
0: You want thicker ones. <laughs> I want thicker ones. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I started with self-care because there's a lot of stuff that we normally do or would do to kind of relieve the stress um, when we were able to be out in the world, which we're not necessarily so much able to do now. And compounding that stress is just the general news cycle and covid and all of that stuff that's going on right now and it's it's kind of crazy it gets super stressful like i had just started getting regular massages because my stress Is in my back in my neck, Mm -hmm. Um, and then COVID hit, and it was like two months, and I actually broke down and went and got a massage a couple weeks ago. I was like, I can't go anymore, and it was it was safe, it was safe. I mean, I felt safe, but um, let's get into today's topics. Um, There's a story about a gentleman. He's 23. He was 23 years old, named Elijah McLean, who um, was murdered in the the Denver. Aurora is a I, I, I found out because I traveled to uh, Colorado Denver the Denver area for Work um, or did And Aurora is where all the, the blacks Live um, But the uh, Denver area and he was Murdered not well He was he died in police Custody um, so there Was a call saying that he was walking Down the street um, in a ski Mask it was Colorado and I believe It was February so it was cold um, and someone called 911 saying that he was looking sketchy. Uh, he was wearing a ski mask and waving, waving his arms. Now he had on headphones and he was dancing. And I always think I see people on the side of the street or walking down the street with headphones on and dancing. And I like that thing. Like, I mean, if you have music in your ears, why wouldn't you dance? Why can't you dance? But apparently it made someone uncomfortable enough to call 911. Um, so they came. They basically put him in a now-banned chokehold. And um, then when paramedics got there, th- this particular chokehold um, restricts the blood to your brain and it makes you pass out, basically. Um, and he, again, 23 years old, outminded his own business, gets stopped by the police, put in a chokehold several times. Paramedics come. They administer uh, 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 what ends up being, I think, a lethal dose of some ketamine. Ketamine, right. Thank you. Um, And he dies a few days later. So, all of us are, are moms, right? And I have, I'm raising three teenage boys. What discussions do we have with them about? This type of situation Again dude was out minding his own Business he hadn't broken any laws He basically got hemmed up By the police and yeah. ends up dead What type of discussions Because I'm, I'm of a mindset I grew up in the same area where I currently live and where my kids go to School and at their Age I was in the streets Right I had said like My high school days junior senior Year in that year that summer into college Were some of the best times of my life And I feel like they need to experience that. And I don't want them to be scared, but I want them to be hyper aware, but there's a real balance. There's a real, not even balance. There's a real fine line there, right? So all of them are employed. They all have friends. They all like to go out to events, you know, aside from the whole COVID thing. Um, But what discussions do we have with our children? I know Daisha, you have a teenage boy um, about, what to do, how to be, how to act. Because for all intents and purposes, this little boy, he's 23, was out minding his own business. Um, Yeah, I guess for me, um, I try to not overwhelm him. But... And I want him... I'm like you, like, when I was his age, not that I was... Doing anything crazy, but I was crazy. Like, that's what the teens are for. Right. You do stuff with your friends. I wasn't always honest with my parents about where I was. Like, I was doing what I thought I was old enough to do. And, you know, we would hang out. And most of the time, we weren't doing anything but just at each other's houses or, Mm -hmm. you know, somewhere where we could just chill. And for him, I try to still let him do a few things. Um, But then there's sometimes when I have to check myself because I overreact. Like if he doesn't text me or Mm -hmm. if he doesn't call me or I don't know, it's just certain things that just trigger me. Sometimes I have to check myself and be like, okay, listen, you got to reel it in. But at the same time, I'm like having a conversation with him like this is not safe For you out here, it just—that's just the reality of it. And for him, he—he travels in a mixed circle. Like this is like, in high school, is the most amount of black friends that he's ever had. So, (laughs) so he's and and he's transitioned from that cute little you know, black kid that comes over to everybody's house and is invited to all the parties and birthday parties. And I remember when he was younger, I would consistently have to tell parents, no, he cannot spend the night. He can come for a play date, but he can't spend the night because I don't know you guys. And Mm -hmm. like everybody was so welcoming and he doesn't meet a stranger. He has my mom's I feel like he has my mom's spirit because he never meets a stranger. So everybody is always like, oh, Kyla. Even last year when we went to meet the teacher, everybody called his name in the school. And I'm like, how does everybody over here know you? How do you get any work done with all these people talking to you all the time? Honey, when I tell you every, every step we took, somebody, Kai, Kai, Kai. And I'm like, how do these people all know you? But anyway, but he's transitioned from, I read an article not too long ago about how do you prepare your child for when they transition from the cute little kid to now he can be, the, his build is that of a man. The cute little brown boy out, to the black, yeah, to the to young black man. Yep. To the young black man. So now it's not so much that he's a cute and cuddly guy, but and he he is the sweetest. I mean, we you you know him, Keisha, but not everybody knows that he. I want him to defend himself. I want him to, and I feel sometimes guilty because when he was younger, I would always tell him, "Don't you know? Don't start nothing. You know, be coachable. Be you know, be nice." Because I never wanted him to be that kid that nobody wanted to be around. But now it's like I want him to defend himself. I want him to speak up. And he's like, "Mom, chill. No, I'm not doing that. Like, that's not his style." So for somebody to approach him, he wouldn't know what to do. And so I had a conversation with him. And my nieces, and my niece has a a, um, a hearing ailment, and so we were kind of talking about at that time. It was George Floyd, and so she was saying that she she has privileges, and they recognize that they have privilege, which is a good thing. So she was like, "I don't feel like I would be attacked because of that. I would be, I'll feel like I get discriminated about my hearing." But then I had to challenge her in that people wouldn't know about her hearing; they only see her as a black person. Mm-hmm. And so it's just a very very difficult stressful stressful situation because I am worried every time he's not in my sight and when he's yep. ready to leave for college in 2021 it's going to be a transition for both of us. Girl, my oldest went to the beach with his girlfriend and her her sister and her sister's boyfriend. They went to Emerald Isle and if anybody has ever been to any of the beaches in North Carolina we ain't there. We're not. No. I could not sleep. <laughs> like no. <laughs> I really could not sleep. And that's and and I tell them that. I said, I'm I don't want you to worry. I want you to be aware. And I'll take all the worry out of it. Like let me yeah. hold the worry. Yeah. So you can go on and live the life that you're gonna live. You yeah. don't worry. Your mama's worrying enough for all three of y'all, plus something. Yeah. So um yeah, it was uh it was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, boy, I you know. So, I know I'm taking this all in. So, Keisha, this is like really good because, um, you know, I haven't had an environment where I to be able to, to really talk about this. Um, you know, and then, when you talk about it right in therapy sessions there's still it's still not enough right because you're they, it's not so
0: much of a sounding board right, right? right. yeah
1: so, um so shout, my shout out to therapy by the
0: way yes right, right. we all black <laughs> girls get therapy definitely let's <laughs> yeah, do um, get therapy I have,
1: I have two boys so they're eight eight and eight and six and um i'll be honest i have not talked with their father you know in terms of, of having to talk and I think I've been very intentional in not wanting to have the talk because I'm trying to preserve, right, the essence of their, their childhood. And mm-hmm. so I think that that can lead to some some kind of, you know, some challenges because you want to prepare them as much as possible. But at the same time, it's like, we know. And, and to your point, Keisha, like, we want to take on that pain and that frustration and, and all the anxiety and for them to just be kids, you know? And mm-hmm. so it's tough. It's tough. I haven't, yeah. I haven't really... Like I said, they're they're very much aware of it. I think mm-hmm. a lot in terms of really reinforcing like the pride, you know, in, in being black, and so they look at it from from that perspective. But we mm-hmm. haven't had this conversation around navigating right some of the, the social things, and so um, you know, the school they go to it's a um, um, it's, it's a year round charter school, but they also do a lot of diverse and inclusion you know training with the teaching staff Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we try to find you know these opportunities in which i think that it helps you know continuing to kind of promote i think a lot of the optimism that we are seeing you know or Mm -hmm. seeing now Mm -hmm. um but but once again i'm I'm just right now like very intentional on just letting them be kids and not to worry about it now definitely yeah, but but it's tough, right, because you're trying to figure out when is that age, and it's, I don't want you to experience something first.
0: And right, the, you don't want to smack them to get yeah. smacked in the face. Right, and right.
1: in the face, and then it's like, whoa, so I'm trying to process this situation in addition to now preparing myself for having to experience it again, and so it's, you know, it's it's tough, it's really, it's yeah. really tough, yeah.
0: yeah. Right, it's funny you say that, because uh, the, about the kind of utopianism of Durham, you right, um my dad grew up in Southeast DC and recently talking to my dad and my mom at the same time my mother grew up in Kindley North Carolina two completely different like when they were teenagers born to teenagers or leaving the house two completely different environments and my dad was like basically I didn't know racism existed because they won't know white people where I was like every like there was issues don't get me wrong but we didn't have to deal with this he didn't deal with racism until he was 18 going into the service so but my mom on the other hand it was an every fucking day thing for her in Johnston County, North Carolina. So it's all about your environment and making people aware. And And back then, it was easy to build that kind of microcosm of how are supposed to be even in my mom's instance growing up in johnston county north carolina i mean she grew up on a farm so that microcosm of and the and segregation so there there were communities that really within that community you could build within your home you could build these environments and then But they would let him know, make sure when you go out in the world, you don't look Mr. Sanders in the the eye. You know what I'm saying? And then on my dad's instance, it really didn't. Mr. Sanders really didn't exist in their world. But now it's so it's everywhere. Like it's everywhere. And kids have so much Mm -hmm. access and you can't like cut off their access to just that without cutting their access off to the world like my kids have friends all across they're gamers. So they have friends in Japan that they've had that they could really call friends because they've been chatting and whatever, playing games together for the last ten years. Yeah. So it, it is a really striking a balance between information overload and and being part of the world that we exist today. Carmen, you gotta uh-huh
1: because like you don't we're raising them right with no limitations you know what I mean like we're the the type of exposure so to your point right like your sons are traveling they're gamers they're doing so much like my kids today they'll tell you like one of them wants to be a scientist and the other wants to be an engineer and they're already like oh we're going to MIT and then after that we're going to travel and we're going to go live in China like there's they don't they don't even process And so like it's, it's so hard because you're like I want you to continue to thrive and think that way but then at the same time it's like unfortunately right i'm gonna have to kill a piece of that but yeah with you like how you have to now operate a little bit differently i think as well
0: you don't have to kill a piece of it you uh just have to make it make them realize that it's not as easy as they think it's gonna be like
1: like you're killing a piece because you have to deliver that message it does yeah 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 and then then
2: the girl the, the, girl
0: moms girl moms which y'all? what y'all be talking about
2: i don't know with prices but you know since they're still you know the ages of Nisha's kids it's like it's, it's this very fine line between like i said preserving the childhood wanting them to be happy-go-lucky you know healthy folks that just want to run and play and go to school and have friends and then clearly there's this you know the reality you know they see the commercials on TV I try to keep them away from the hardcore news and you know Mm -hmm. uh, hubby will watch MSNBC all day long I cannot do that Mm -hmm. um so I try to you know change the channel or uh, a really intense commercial is coming I change it Mm -hmm. um and that's probably to a fault you know I probably shouldn't shield them as much as I do but I feel like especially right now with the pandemic and COVID and being you know sheltered at home I feel like I I want them to be as happy as humanly possible yeah, but clearly driving around downtown Durham, where all the art uh, is up now, um, or or, you, or was up um, with the, the boards on the on the buildings. Clearly, they were like, "Well, Mom, who's that? Or what's you know what's that saying? Who's that person, and why?" You know, they they kind of understand a little bit about Black Lives Matter and what that means. I am now having some of those conversations, not so much about how to keep yourself safe in the street, but. Um, why Black Lives Matter is, is so important important right now, and why mm-hmm. we are treated differently, and what that means. And you know, up to this point, I'm not even sure whether Blake, who's seven, really understood a huge difference between white folks, black folks, brown folks. You know, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Nine has had a little bit of that understanding, and you know, they go to Empower Dance Academy, so that gave them you know great pride in their blackness. But we're starting to have uh, conversations about how each of us are different and yet the same and why black folks are often treated differently.
0: So yeah. That's been hard yeah. for me. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard, right? Yeah. But my kids have always said, Mom, you're racist. I'm like, no, I'm a bigot. Like Tico says all the time. Like I don't I like I don't like people equally. Like I don't like dumb black shit. I don't like dumb white shit. I don't <laughs> like dumb Asian shit. I just don't like dumb people. Period. Yeah, so prejudice. I'm not racist but I'm prejudiced. Yeah. I just yeah, I don't, so I don't I'm the same. And I, I used to think my know. grandmother, I think I'm my grandmother. I think Kaitlyn thinks of me like I thought of my grandmother because my grandmother used to clean white people's houses. And so, and my parent, my dad was always one who wanted to make sure that <clears throat> whatever I did, I had an advantage with white people. So he would take their information and bring it to me. But then she would say, cause like for two years, they pulled me out of public school and I went to private school and I was one of three mm. other black kids. And mm. so, Damn. but my grandmother was just like, you're going to send her over there with them. And so, cause I had to catch the bus from her house. And so like, she would do stuff like making sure I have flowers to take them, but she's like, don't eat nothing they give you, um, <laughs> like all of these things. And then she would just complain about them, complain about them, but then she had to go and work for them. So when they called, it was just like a totally different person or mm-hmm. when they came to pick her up to take her to work or whatever it was like a totally different person cold switching. Remember, she would, it was cold <laughs> switching but at her at the age that i was i didn't know what that meant and i used yep. to say why is she so angry but she had a reason to be angry because these people and they would always bring her gifts and stuff like that and she would accept them and some of them she would throw away um or, or just not accept but at that time who knew what code switching was and i was doing the same thing in some certain patterns but i think kylan thinks i'm the same way because his friends are an array of people but he just doesn't yeah they are carmen what you what, what you doing girl mom well i mean mj
3: she'll be 10 um in a couple of weeks um so with her it's more of um she sees the type of business that I do, you know, obviously with me catering and doing the food truck, um, I'm working with like a diverse group of people, clientele and things like that. Mm-hmm. So she knows that I have to work with like anybody and everybody, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. Mm-hmm. As these things have been going along and, you know, uh, unfortunately I don't really like hinder her from seeing what's going on, like on the news and things like that, because I kind of want her to genuinely want to be concerned you know or ask questions um and i but i still want her to be a kid too at the same time so like we might be watching something together and then i'll just try to find a way to like lead into the question without it being like a straight up you know like back in the day like your parents like we didn't talk about adult situations you know what i'm saying like stay at a grown folks business Yeah, go be a kid you know like i get that but then i also try to remember too i understand the innocence of that but I also want her to want to know about what's going on versus forcing mm-hmm. her to do something, you know. And they the have so time. much so access outside of They have access to yeah, it. They- so it's kind of like if I don't if I don't tell her about it, she's going to find yep. out about it regardless, yeah, you know, exactly. with technology and everything yep. like that. So, I mean, she has a laptop, she has a tablet, you know what I'm saying? So she she, you know, she has access to all these things. So it's kind of like, you know, we'll talk about it and and I'll ask her and I try to do it in a more like normal regular regular kind of conversation, you know, not like, okay, sit down, we can already had this serious conversation. It's kind of more like, so, you know, you saw what was going on. How do you feel about it? You know? Mm-hmm. And then it's more of those lead-in type conversations. And then if she wants to know more about it, then I'll get into it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't want mm-hmm. it to feel like I'm forcing her to go either way. Or I can go just like my mother and just be like, look, let me tell you about black people, let me tell you about white people. You know, like (laughs) like, she don't give it to you straight. Like, you know, like this is what it is. And I'm just Uh, like, that's harsh right now. You know, like that's hardcore. (laughs) So, and a lo- but a
0: lot of times it. their answers are spot on, right? They are. Yeah, like, like how, you, you they ask, know. how do you feel about it? And they're like, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh. They've
2: been paying it oh, to oh the I didn't even know what you do Right. So, yeah, and I'm right. like, okay, parent you're skills.
3: Like you know TV or tablet or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, you learning. I'm doing good, you know? So I try to do it, but it's just one of those things where I don't want her to feel like, I don't want to have these type of conversations with you. I don't, I don't want the like the negative energy around it to be like every time we have to talk about something serious that it has to be, you know, if it's a black and white issue, I, it shouldn't always be something that something negative happened for me to have this conversation with you. Right, right, right. You know, it should be, it should be something that, like as a whole, like no matter what. And that's the kind of things that I try to do with her. And then I'm like, at the end of the day, listen, you know, in my, in my field, I have to work with everybody. So I can feel whatever way I need to feel. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But
3: I got people that I got to deal with who might not like me behind closed doors. Yeah. You know? And so that's the thing too that I, you know, that I always try to, you know, get across with her on
0: that. Yeah. And it's all about teaching your kids accountability, responsibility. Mm -hmm. I think I can say that uh, most uh, every, all of our kids have a privilege and understanding that privilege and using that privilege for good. Um, oh yeah, which segues us into the next topic of Maya Moore, who is one of the, if not the top uh, WNBA players, um, has basically set out two seasons yeah. to fight for social justice, and this the particular case that she's uh, recently helped to resolve. Um, Jonathan Irons was falsely accused. Um, And sentenced back in the 90s to 50 years in prison for a crime he did not and could not have committed. Um, Maya Moore actually met him through some ministry um, at the prison. um, But she basically put her career on hold to, to, to do this. And so I I, I present that to you as our topic, but I also kind of want to fold into it um, the extent of people's responsibility. um, And there's a lot of judging going on in our community right now. And like just July 4th being yesterday and people judging people that have celebrated July 4th since they were born 50 years ago, um, all of a sudden on a stop, on on a stop of a dime, um, saying oh if you celebrate July 4th Then you know you could just Unfriend me now And social media has kind of Kind of Created this this platform I know it is in itself a platform But created this platform to allow People to basically speak To people that way and not understand their Lives or not understand the circumstances Behind things um, But everyone Has their role right Everyone is going to play and, and everyone defines their role in this struggle. It's still a struggle. It's been a struggle since we all been born. It's been a struggle since our parents were born. It's been a struggle since their parents and their parents were born. Right. So how do we define what I guess activism is? Um, and people like Maya Moore who are willing to sacrifice their entire careers. Now, mind you, WNBA players don't get paid a whole lot like when you think WNBA it is not the salary that um you know an NBA player of her same stats and stature would get paid um so where do we kind of do I don't think we need to carve it out but obviously it's being carved out and it's being put into these little Boxes and pockets. You're either are an activist or you're not an activist, and you're. And if you're not an activist, then you're against what the the progress should be.
2: I mean, I think everyone has to define activism for themselves. You know, the definition of activist differs from person to person. So. You know, I made a, the decision that I, especially during these COVID times, I wasn't going to go out and be marching and protesting and holding up signs because I didn't think that was necessarily the safest thing. You know, as from a medical standpoint, uh, to do for many reasons. Um, but what I chose to do was to to be an activist and to be involved in the way that I feel is pertinent to my life and is most helpful as is, is, is most effective in, in the world that I live in. So. I, I now have a conversation with almost every one of my patients about how they feel during these, you know, racially tense times. Like, how is that affecting your health? You know, or have you had conversations with your family members? Or did that change the type of things that you're doing for self-care, which then affects your medical health and your mental health? Um, I've ha- actually had a lot of uh, colleagues of different, um, you know, colors to uh, ask me how they could be most effective, or to reach out and say, you know, I want to be anti-racist, what is that, you know, how can I I can even help? And then, you know, just the, the fact that I'm trying to, you know, I'm all about self-care and no superwoman and all that, by living a joyous, you know, self-care intensive type of lifestyle, I feel like is revolutionary in itself. I mean, we were just sitting at the table talking about how rest is revolutionary, you know? So even during these crazy times, the fact that I can still focus on keeping my family happy and healthy and in that way hopefully role modeling to other black families how to continue being happy and healthy and joyful that Mm -hmm. I think in some way is is being helpful to the the movement so everybody get in what they fit
0: right one thing that you said it was actually a couple of months ago that I have kind of preached outwardly from that point is that Also, with the whole social media judging thing, um, just because you feel like someone had this time, had this downtime, and didn't create a a whole business or a partnership or build build a fucking arc, like, that's not your business, right? You don't know what mental capacity it takes to be in that person's situation stuck in the house with how many ever kids they have, or even if they don't have kids,
4: mm-hmm. like
0: we, we all know a person who is struggling right now because she can't go out and talk to everybody all day, every day.
4: Right. Like, and that
0: it is real. It is a real mental tax <laughs> to, to, <laughs> to have such an environmental change. So for people that are nose to the grindstone grinding, thank you and you're welcome but because someone hasn't done that and hasn't decided that they even want to do that doesn't mean that they're any lesser of a person correct than you are so yeah it is it is uh, it's a lot yeah
2: it's a lot you you survive and make it out of this thing intact you were successful
0: during a pandemic (laughs) just survive right Exactly, I survived. I got my T-shirt design queued up already. Once we get out in the world again, like for Mm -hmm. real, like for Mm -hmm. real, I made it. Like three kids and and just being a mom and deciding what are we going to eat for like normally. Okay, where are we going to eat for dinner? And now it's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And there are I don't anybody that knows me knows I fucking hate paper plates, yo. I got stacks of paper plates in there because I'm tired (laughs) of watching I I wish there were paper pots and pans. Like I so. <laughs> I'm so for real. Like I hate, I hate paper plates. Yeah. I hate them. paper
3: pasta Yeah, but
0: if there were paper pots and pans, I'd be Gucci. I mean, it we need be to so look good. into that. Right, yeah.
3: get the pan, grill everything. Just grill everything. Just put it. Yeah, but we get the they
0: get tired of grills. I mean, I grill. I mean, straight off the straight off the grill into the damn. Just
3: put the meat straight on the fire. Don't even use. The don't use, gray. Gray. don't use it mm-hmm. straight on the fire. Spit, thick meat, fire in
0: that order. <laughs> right, Stick but, fire. I mean, it, that's a lot. Like, some days before this, I'd finish working and I work from home, and I'm very lucky to do so, but still, it's mentally taxing. I'm like, fuck what are we going to eat for dinner? And now, right. these dudes are home, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and you got to fi- figure out what y'all, child- what everybody's going to eat. Cause if they do it, then it's not going to be the healthiest menu choices. And sometimes I just let them go with that, right? Mm-hmm. I just let them go with it. Yeah. But yeah. for the most part, I want to make sure that they eat healthy meals. Um, and then you got to go out and forage for the shit. Like, go to the grocery store with a mask on. Yeah. You're like, yeah, hey, yo, that's all I can do in a day.
3: Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> what the meal's gonna be?
0: Yeah.
3: And that's when I plug the quarantine and chill meals.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Contact Full said, Street set Wings it up, today. For you. Set up for you. You know, <laughs> Did you see it? <laughs> oh. And when you cannot figure out what to feed your child because they just ate yesterday, you call Full Street Wings <laughs> and right. you get that quarantine and chill meal before the
0: six. <laughs> and I have a whole I have a whole vegetarian. And I have a got, whole vegetarian. We I got, got vegetarians, good. we got vegans, we got all I them. have I have a meditarian, a vegetarian, and one that falls right in the middle. Like, I cook for a living and I still struggle with what's for dinner. Like,
3: (laughs) you see what I'm saying? I'm just like, uh, cereal, (laughs) you know, like, (laughs) is that what you guys want to do? Because I'm with it. Yeah,
0: I cook every day. I hate it. I still hate cooking, but I I say all this, and 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 I say this all the time. Y'all are so busy fucking judging what's going on in somebody else's life that you cannot like, as long as people are of like mind and are moving in the right direction, let it be like everybody is. And I, I also say this all the time. Everybody's decisions on whether to go left or right at a particular different situation is based on the culmination of their life experiences. You will never, that's what makes us unique human beings, you will never have the same life experiences that someone else has ever. Yeah, yeah. So you cannot judge someone's decision to go left or right at a fork. Because it's based on their experiences, and you're basing it on you're basing your decision or your potential decision on your experience. It's never going to be the same. Yeah, so yeah. chill the fuck out. As long as they're not hurting anybody or anything or or, or fucking <laughs> <just> causing <laughs> causing costing you money, then just it's okay. It's it's, it's going to be all right. Yeah. Yeah. Promise. It will. Yeah. it will. And Keisha,
1: just kind of as a segue into that, I know we're kind of getting away from um, Maya more here, mm-hmm. but. Um, One of the things that I learned last week, and I know we talk about this sometimes, but it's like giving yourself grace. Right. And so
0: I had to practice that,
1: you know, we're talking about mothering. I actually was having a challenging time because, you know, I'm in this unique place where I'm working full time, you know, started my own, um, you know, real estate company. And then I'm navigating, right? Like what does homeschooling even look like? Or just, mm-hmm. just to your point, surviving, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I feel like I've been beating myself up because I have nonstop conference calls, you know, since we we can't meet. Um, you know, I'm trying to navigate what is it like being on a construction site when you're around like a ton of people and you're thinking about protecting myself and not taking yep. home, you know, to my... It's yep. like a thousand things that are, that are going on and um you know and i and i had a moment where i was just like i feel like i'm i'm not mothering great like y'all have been in front of netflix for at least 3 hours right now and i was like and I, so just
0: okay. had, I i they ain't going to die they ain't going to die they good the I, same thing
1: and watch right all right me. But then I'm like buying shit, right? So it's like, oh, I want to keep you active. So we have this five foot Lego table. And then uh, my son, the scientist, wanted this Chinese water dragon from PetSmart. So it's like all this stuff that I think is going to keep them occupied. But they've actually been like, no, mom, look at this. Come do this with me. So it's it's been more, they're wanting more interaction. And so there are just days where I'm like, I just feel like I'm not doing this the right way. I'm not giving you what you need. And so I had a moment, you know, last week in in a conversation and it it just hit me. It was like, you got to stop. You got to give yourself grace. Mm You got to know mother looks different every single day, right? Every
0: single moment, right.
1: It's not even about, oh, I expected to mother you this way for like, you know, the first year of your life or the first five years. It's like, no, like literally every day your motherhood plan, like, Mm -hmm. and like that was a total shift. And then it 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 completely like gave me the opportunity, right, to be more um be, just be more confident, you know, in what I'm doing and to also understand, right? Like this is a temporary phase. We're not even supposed to be we're not even a be operating right like this. Yeah. I feel like I feel like I'm like, oh my god, I'm setting them up for failure and y'all have never watched this much TV even the first three years of your life. You know, like all of this stuff, like I'm on un- I'm undoing the fact that I didn't yep. do the technology, like it's Right,
2: like everything anything goes right, right now, as long
0: as
1: they right. healthy. Right, anything goes.
2: Exactly.
0: Right. Listen, as long as it doesn't cause them any harm. You think back yeah. to when you were ten years old, yeah. and you were at home for summer, and your parents said,
1: "Keisha,
0: we can't hear you." Can't hear you. I'm muted. I said, "You think so?"
1: <laughs> you muted again, Keisha. Keisha, why does it keep muting? <laughs>
0: I don't know. I don't know what's going on. You hear um, put your elbows
1: on the table. <laughs>
0: quick, Uh-oh. quick Uh-oh. clicking that button. <laughs> I'll
3: put your hands up. Oh, yeah, the, pro-
0: right. the, producer, the producer is muting me anyway. Um, so you think back to when you were 10 years old, your both your parents were working, they left you a pack of bologna, some American cheese, and some and some mayonnaise or miracle whip, right. whichever is your choice. Miracle and they were mean. like, Uh, it's summertime, bye, we see you at five o'clock when we yeah. get off work, yeah. and you spent all day doing whatever you spent all day, and you turned out fine. Like, oh, yeah. I get it, we want to make our kids' lives more rich. And more involved we want to be more involved but sometimes they just it just they'll be okay and they're in and a lot of times i always like in the experience of um my kids had a jenny lynn crib that each of them slept in probably once and that was me it wasn't them it was my fear of them being hurt or tarnished or crying too hard or whatever (laughs) Um it would that was all my fear because once I separated them fr- from our bed, they cried one night and then they were fine.
4: Yes. So yeah. So it
0: is it, a lot of times it's our fear that, that drives us to 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 make semi unreasonable choices. Like they're not dangerous at all. And they're probably, you know, kind of pad the life that the kid has but all that's not necessary um it's not necessary necessary. we make those choices because we're more comfortable (laughs) with the turnout yeah versus them yeah yeah i have to piggyback on several points here um so with niche like when the uh, homeschooling first started because my son is a junior so he technically only needs two classes to graduate and so I saw all these people like pulling out all these plans and doing all this stuff and then I thought about it for a minute and I was like oh maybe I should and then I was like wait a minute this dude is 17 he's taking physics I haven't had physics in what 10 27 years ago years? Oh right <laughs> Pull out all of that stuff. I don't know what to do. And I have already formed out his math. Like there's no way I can effectively teach him. Because we're in two different spaces. And like, and part of it is probably he knows way more than I do, especially from a school perspective. Cause I'm more street smart and he's more book smart. So it's just like he probably would be teaching me. And so he was on his game every day for a little bit. And I was like, he shouldn't be on that game. I should cut his screen time down. And then I was like, you know what? He came downstairs and Keisha knows how I feel about animals, but he was just like, so frustrated. He was like, we need a a bird. And I was like, what? We have nothing to play with in here. You guys are old and I don't have anybody to talk to or play with. And I was like, (laughs) I had to take a breath and I was like okay Kai, listen we're not getting any animals we're not getting a bird we're not getting you a that boy dog. puppy honey he been on the puppy since puppies were puppies but I'm just like you're gonna be here maybe one more year and then who's gonna keep your bird and then when the stay at home orders are lifted who's gonna watch your bird because I don't want your bird so who's going to do all of this stuff? And then you- I don't you want your like bird. Go. Yeah, and he likes to I go. Don't. So it's like, who's going to be responsible for this stuff when you're not here? Because as soon as they give you the green light, you're going to be ready to go back into the streets. And who's going to- It's like, you got to ask these people, can okay, your bird come? Because if you go over houses, you have to take your bird. <laughs> your it better be a parrot that's around your shoulder. Yeah, right like, it is you got to take it with you you have, to, you have to make sure the people that you're going to visit are going to be okay with it your dorm mates whoever's going to place bird friendly whatever you get can't stay here so you have to think this thing through so he finally like wrapped his mind around it was just a little short period and then it was just like Okay. But for me, I felt so bad because he was like spending hours on this game and they were laughing and they were talking. And then I had to realize like, this is his social setting for right now. Give yourself great. Cause hell I'm on the laptop. I'm talking to my friends. I'm zooming. I'm out partying. So who am I to say, don't do it because it's a game. Like that is his social circle. Those are his friends. Like he can't do the things that he normally would do because otherwise he would be outside playing football. He would be outside running. He would be, you know, doing the thing. He would be going to work. The wire is closed. Like he can't go to work. So right, all right. of these things kind of came down on him at one time. And both of us actually, because I was just flipping out too. Cause I'm a social person. These four walls close in on me every day. So I'm like, I can't call, I can't touch anybody. I can't socialize. Like I am always on the go. So I'm just like. Wait a minute, I got a whole day in here. What, what am I doing? I don't have anything to do either, so we both struggling. So I was just like, Okay, income grace because I can't do this. I yeah. can't, do this. I, this can't real, I can't, we all get back to the grind. So yeah, like I can't, and I'm, up up and, and I'm trying to be at, I'm trying to be active, I'm trying to run a business, I'm trying to monitor him and tell him what he can and cannot do. And I'm like, You know what? I give up. Do what you do, I'll do what I do, and we'll figure it out later along the way. But I can't stress myself out about calculus. I mean, it ain't even calculus. I don't even know what the numbers are, like the math and all he got two classes. Like you get those two classes, the two core classes, and get out of here because I'm not getting involved in all of that, setting up a whole homeschool situation for somebody that I can't help. You, you know, know I so, just look at I, it and be like, did you, did you do your Zoom today that's, or that's, whatever? they be like, yeah, i be like, all right. Bring it here on Friday because it's due on Friday. <laughs> bring it here so I can make sure it's submitted because I emailed all his teachers and I was like, if he's not doing it, call me or email me and let me know. And nobody called or emailed me. So I was like, every Friday, bring it here because it's due. I need to see check marks that it's been submitted and and there we are, because there's nothing I can do. If he did it wrong or if he did it right, I don't know. Yeah, we know I don't know. So it's just like,
3: what? Give my Let's go. Yeah. Let's go no. no,
0: no, no, no. Because he's not um, gonna be One, one day get get her to tell you the story about the betta fishes. Oh, multiple, God. multiple fish. So we had betta fish. Probably like three. Really, <laughs> three? They have four betta fish oh four but exactly. only one at a time like yeah they were like yeah, they yeah. Fight. So what happened you tell was, well no what happened was my sister was working and the lady who was there gave the lady who was in the office left the office and she was like somebody take the fish and so my sister called me and she was like you think we should get cutting this fish so i was like eh, no and then she was like come on let's just get him the fish so she brought the fish home so the fish was rainbow, and we loved rainbow. Rainbow was active, and rainbow, um, like what flip people to the glass, and fish. it was a fish. But he was more friendly. So one day we came home, and rainbow had died. And so my sister had to get in and flush rainbow because I couldn't. Get, I just couldn't get him out of the tank like that, y'all. He was, you know, he was gone. had to flush So then we had to tell Cayenne that you know, Rainbow was no longer with us. So he. I was like, you want another one? And so he was like, yeah, I want another one. So we went and got, um, we thought the red one was nice, but the red one was a boy. Rainbow was a girl. The boy fish did not do anything. Like he just sat there. And so we were used to Rainbow. So Kai was like, well, can we take this one back? Do and some tricks. Because this one does not do the same things that Rainbow did. So we took the other fish back. King was that fish's name. We took King back and got Blue. Well, Blue was a girl again. So Blue, you know, was a little bit. So we found out the difference between the boy and the girl fish is that the boy fish is just kind of like they just be in the water. But during this time, I transitioned into the fish carrier. So, I was the one who was cleaning the tank. I was the one who was, you know, cleaning the water and making sure they ate. And then Blue died. Oh, and so then he was like, I'm not getting any more fish because we don't know how to keep them. So I was like, We
4: They don't
0: last long. So, we didn't get fish that really. <laughs> Uh, Longevity is what I learned later. We should have gotten a different breed of fish because (laughs) (laughs) lifespan. So we ended up introducing several fish. R-I-V. Yeah, all of them Blue, are heaven now. Rainbow, rainbow, oh, yeah. right. king, <laughs> You should <laughs> oh, have waited. Got some perch. You should have
3: got some perch and some croaker. That's what you should have got. <laughs> <bakın> mean, <laughs> fry them up.
0: Fry them up, girl. Fry that way, fry when it's their time, they should. But
1: that's nothing compared to trying to avoid to buy a dog and you end up buying zebra finches. And the pet store does not tell you how fertile those she little is guys are. Yeah, crazy fertile. So I went from. I wish
0: I, I, wish I could have some birds right now. I have a rabbit and a dog, and that's enough uh, he
1: should, for he now. Should do a club to like help me get rid of some
0: of these birds. So, <laughs> and does anybody want zebra finches? You have to take know, two or three. Like so like we, like would bird. Bird. we would adopt the bird, and and we would put bird. bird. On the paper. Low man come. Do they have to be fed or whatever? Like he will do that. So I'm serious because he has lots of step dogs. So he can get uh, <laughs> a bird too. Right? Like if you go out of town, he's old enough now, he can watch it, you know, feed no, no. uh, it. But he can't come here though, but <laughs> he just can't stay. Because when Kylan leaves, the bird has to go with him.
1: Yes. So, the
2: bird an so. animal person. He we went from two to four to
1: three to seven, and now there are more babies. Like I have had to remove eggs, I text. I text doc here, I have yeah. to move eggs on a daily, like on oh a, I don't I don't I don't and I was like, don't somebody want to want
0: get them? No. No. We're good. Take, take. I like we can adopt for a little bit, but you have to have time at home for anything that comes here. Mm.
1: Yeah. yeah. They're super cute and low
0: maintenance, but- You have to get one. Yeah. We will. He it's will. He will. He will. pet it. Yeah. We will be step parents. He will be a step parent. Get
2: step birds.
0: <laughs> step give it dog. Dog. Oh, yeah, he got plenty of step animals. There he is stuff. I, you know, it's not my thing. Tico, you cannot eat zebra finches, okay? You can't cook them. They're too <laughs> I just they it's taste like. Maybe Maybe people will treat zebra finches pretty soon. I don't right,
3: know. Right, you got two things, right? That's terrible. I
0: going to visit a couple of box <laughs> points too. Um, with the whole pandemic, like I didn't, I did not feel safe going out and marching. Although in college, I probably would have been out there. No, um, yeah, we but, were younger and more more resilient back then too. I, you got to take I, your age yeah. into account. Yeah, you got to take all that. And I got, you know, I got a kid, so it, yeah. I can't be out there like that. What I did try to do is highlight in my field of hospitality. I did try to highlight. Black-owned businesses, wineries, bars, all things hospitality that were black-owned. I tried to amplify those voices so that people would be aware of those and that they would um, come to the forefront. Because that's part partly the reason why I even got into the whole service, the whole industry in general, is because there are not enough of our faces there. Mm -hmm. Um, But I did try to do that, and then with the um, with the I have an athlete, and so um, I have. With the uh, Maya Moore, I did talk to him about. I have him to watch certain people like Tory Smith because that's. Um, we we talked to Tory a lot, um, Tory Holt, um, and so wanting him to really, because he does want to do it on a larger scale level. He does want to go to the NFL and he does want to do things. So I have him watching LeBron and people who are philanthropic, but also amplify their voices mm-hmm. so that he can see himself in that. And I hope that at some point him watching those folks will make him realize that his voice um, matters. If he gets to that level, then he has a responsibility at some points of being at least vocal about certain things in his own way. It doesn't necessarily, because he's very, very low key and very quiet. So he wouldn't be one that would be doing interviews or things of that nature. But there are certain small ways that he could contribute to that. And then yesterday I saw him put um, something on his Instagram that kind of made that he's not here, but it kind of made me like, oh, well, he is, he is watching. Mm -hmm because yeah definitely worry about um a kid who was murdered and he was like mothers are not supposed to um bury their children this young yeah. you know yeah. children are supposed to yeah. bury their so to me it made me realize that he is watching he is looking even the conversations that we have they do stick a little bit although he's not very talkative with anybody so it's just um I would hope that those examples and I hope that more athletes would do that so that the kids who do want to go to that next level can see that and mm-hmm. see how they do that so that they can have some sort of mirror image as to what that looks like. Yeah. We um like I always think about like during the beginning of uh the the Black Power movement, how athletes were so vocal. Um and I, I really do. My theory is that because their fan base was so small and kind of regaled to just Black people. And as sports, fandom, integration kind of grew athletes, the, the top tier athletes, fan bases to just multicultural across the United States, they they yeah. kind of lost their voice a little bit mm-hmm. because for fear of retribution, right? And losing money. And now we're kind of on the upswing, as that's far as concern. They like fuck it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, there's enough money out here um, to, for for me to get paid and still use my voice to make change. So I'm happy to see people like you know LeBron James and others that are actually using their voice to speak out on what's going on nowadays without um, without being scared of any financial uh, retribution that they they may encounter. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah um so with the whole kids thing school North Carolina has determined I think they they've chosen plan B which is a, a combination of like it's like to me when I read both plans it's like every everybody's going to um year-round school so it's a rotation right there are different groups how are you guys going to approach that? And I don't know if any of your kids are in private schools, but mine are in an Academy school and both of my youngest ones are going to be on St. Knox campus. So I'm still kind of in limbo trying to wait and figure out how they are going to execute their schooling this year. Cause they're not on, they're not on a, a Wake County public school campus. They'll be doing whatever St. is doing and then kind of fold in the Wake County guidelines where they can, um, but for like regular school or elementary schoolers, uh, Carmen, uh, Niche, and Dot, y'all are all in Durham. How how are you looking forward to not in a positive way, but looking forward to next month? How are you guys going to try to work that out? I mean, I'm. I don't know.
1: I mean, I'll start, like, my kids are actually already in the charter year-round school, so quite honestly, there's not going to be much of an adjustment, you know, on, on my end. Um, I think the biggest thing, right, is obviously navigating, like, after school, you know, programs, uh, but, yeah, there's, there's not much that's going to change on my end.
2: Yeah. Mine are also in a charter school, um, and my husband was actually on, like, the task force, uh, task force of parents that are trying to help figure things out.
4: hmm mm-hmm
2: and so long story short we'll see what Durham Public Schools comes up with because they kind of loosely follow what BPS does but we, we are in between those three options so the option is to go back to school and mask up and go back like nothing happened the second option plan B is kind of a hybrid of going to school you know maybe break up classes into groups so there's a Monday Wednesday group or the, the Tuesday Thursday group potentially have Fridays off and you, you virtual, you do virtual learning uh, in between those kinds, and then they clean and sanitize and like wear masks and shorter you know, smaller class groups. And then option C is to do virtual learning. Um, you know, everybody does virtual learning. Um, I'm kinda in between B and C from a, a you know a comfort level. because um, I know how important it is for kids to, to have a socialization and to see their, their friends and learn those skills. But then, as a doctor and a mom, I'm still worried about How are you going to keep kids away from each other? So they like to hug and high five and, and be together. So, you know, we'll see kind of what school says, but then we'll make our own personal decision as to how comfortable we are with those decisions and if we may need to um, homeschool
0: or not. Um, right. But, yeah. And I was going to ask, what's your alternative and how do you prepare for that? Like, I'm so glad that mine aren't. I can't homeschool mine at this point. They're both going to yeah. be seniors, so <laughs> how do you prepare for that as a parent?
2: Yeah, so before we started having these discussions and the middle school, was going to be meeting and putting together task force and all that. I was already leaning towards, the because homeschooling kids, you know, my husband works from home. Um, although I'm sure he wouldn't be all that, you know, that excited about it, but he works from home, and so you have to be one to take charge, but. From a safety perspective, that's what makes you feel most comfortable because we I don't trust what the government and what we have at this point in terms of prevention and, and knowing enough about this disease and vaccinations and all that. We don't, we don't have it, we don't have it right.
0: Time. Yeah, um, we don't know nothing yet.
2: We know nothing, so <laughs> we have tested, we do have tested. Um, so that's at least one. Check off the list. Um, And FYI, you know, Nisha and I have both been tested. I know people would be like, she's a doctor wearing a mask. We've been tested. (laughs) She is part of my close knit pod. I know she's following the rules, so that's why we could be in the same room. But I can't trust anyone else to do that stuff that I would do at home. So I'm I'm like this. I'm complacent.
3: Send mine back. Yeah. Send them back. Legos. She needs to go. She needs to go to school. We used to eat dirt, you know. If we made mud pies. I say send them back. I'm okay. I'm okay with the Plan B situation um, that they're that they're doing. In you know, MJ, she goes to regular public school. So um, I I too also understand as far as her needing to be around her friends and things like that. My husband works third shift. I'm, my day, I don't have a regular 9 to 5, you know, so I'm all over the place everywhere. So, homeschooling for me, you know, not only just far as, like, having to switch things up, but, like, it would really kind of, like, throw a whole monkey wrench into what we have going on right now, like, with our routine. It was cool at first. I was just, like, you know, like, Daisha with, uh okay, we're going to be on top of it, like, Welcome to full Street Academy. We're getting up at day. You know what I'm saying? This time, we're gonna yeah, do this a lesson. Lot. Boom, boom, boom. Then after a couple of weeks, I was just like, bruh, I have no clue. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I mean, don't get me wrong, her teachers were on it. Like they were on point. Like she was getting the work in, she was doing it after a while, but it was just like there's no way I'm not built for this. I'm not built to be a teacher. You know, I'm that's that's not my thing. I am much praise to all the teachers. I know like all the memes going out and stuff like that, like how much teachers should get paid and, and you know like raises and all yes, all of that. Like whatever needs to be done for them to get that. I'm with it. But I like there we haven't had enough time to put in infrastructure for everybody to be homeschooled like a lot of people don't realize how many kids don't have access to the technology that our kids have access to they don't think about it like our kids have tablets and laptops and wi-fi and phones and all kind of stuff like that that they can do this but nobody thinks about the kids to where there's none of that is there and even if they do have it there is there enough structure in the household for the parents to even be able to assist them correctly Right. To do that, you see what I'm saying? Like we were literally thrown into the situation and was like, deal with it. Right. We haven't done anything to put in place to be like, okay, well, now let's just everybody let's just learn from home. No, yeah. some yeah. people can't do that. Some people can't learn from home. Some people actually yeah. need physical hands on. You know, they're visual learners. They have yeah. to do it themselves. So like, you yeah. know, testing. You know, like, what do you do with that? So it's it's just like a lot of stuff. And not to say that. I wouldn't support eventually switching over to a more technology or more virtual type schooling. Like, okay, that's cool. But right now we're just going to have to figure out how to transition into that a little bit better, you know, because these kids, man, they're going to break. They have PTSD. Did I say PTSD? Yeah. PTSD also, you know, with, with being taken away from their friends and their regular social lives. And yep. nobody asked the kids how they're feeling and their emotions and all this stuff like that. And, yep. you know, they just chalk it up as an adult thing, but it's not, it's a kid thing too. It so
0: is they, my, you know, they
3: don't understand.
0: My my senior that just graduated, um, needless to say the three months that they had remote learning was pretty simple. Like they might have to log on to one or two zooms a day when they're used to going to four or five classes a day. And he said to me right before Graduation like mom I would have Easily traded this easy Ass work that I did Like these stupid projects or Busy work that teachers felt like they had To give me in this last Three and a half months of school With actually being in all four of my Classes every day Mm -hmm. And to be with my friends and in my schooling Environment so that Yeah that says a lot about What is important to them um, As far as interaction socialization face to face learning um, it, it kind of struck me it struck me a lot because you know he didn't really I think he had to write like in the three months he had to write like one paper or two papers and that's it and the rest of the time he's upstairs playing his game or work, going to work and making money or chilling out with his brothers and you know chilling but he said he would have traded all of that to be mm-hmm. back at school I'm be really sad
3: for seniors. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know how Kylan feels. He keeps saying he doesn't care if they go back. I don't think um, my concern is that like Keisha. He's Keisha's last two boys are. He's getting ready to transition to a whole new level of education. So he's going to be transitioning from high school to college, um, and. My concern there is, I have, um, I work for a mentoring agency also, and I had a conversation um, with this with uh, one of the grad students at UNC in the health department, and he was kind of talking about how they are um, having these talks about how. Sorry, guys, it is thundering like crazy outside. <laughs> no, girl, I just heard that. I had to look at my own window. <laughs> oh, he had. To, he was talking about how they are. Going to identify COVID dorm um, dorm facilities, um, and they're going to make you sign these waivers so that you forfeit giving getting your room and board back if they bring you there. And people have to go home because that's exactly probably what's going to happen. Even when they bring all of these students back, they're going to have to send them back home because they're going to because I was eighteen at one point in time, and there's no way you can tell me that. There's a COVID dorm. I have to stay in there. Who's going to man that dorm? Who's going to make sure these students are not interacting? I go to Kylan school all the time. And these kids are touching, hugging. Like there's no way to make them social distance because they're they're connected like that's how they interact. They don't wash their hands. They have this, and even in his high school, there's this main corridor where they all gather, but they can't all even eat lunch in there at the same time because it's not enough for the amount of students that is there. So then he's gonna transition to a college that possibly could be out of town, where they, there are people that. There's really we have to have some infrastructure and this administration is so frustrating because they're they're not giving directives that make sense for all of us to make real sound decisions and I get where Carmen is coming from because the kids in our program I hurt for them because a lot of them didn't they got laptops or either their share- that one laptop has to be shared by three or four kids so all how right. do you know when the hot spot is leaving the neighborhood to get all of your work done or maybe the parent has taken over that laptop or maybe that parent is not even engaged enough to say get on there and do your homework like you have to be self motivated and then you add on to that you have a special Need situation or IEP or whatever that looks like, it's a whole lot going on, and I don't know that there's enough conversation to really wrap that around to see what that looks like and give clear directives on how we should be approaching this. It's new for everybody and I get that to a certain extent, but there got to be some experts out here that know that can come to the table and provide leadership but then you get conflicting leadership because you having a rally where everybody out there got it and, and y'all passing around the White House and you know, one, like you're doing too much. Yeah, it just it it seems really simple like the solution seems so simple and 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 the the the, the, but the politics is just mucking it up like the politics is really fucking it up like it is is an a b or c question right but we got answers d through f that don't even take into account what's right right at all it doesn't it's just like this whole (laughs) black lives matter thing like you giving us the national the black national anthem we asked y'all to stop killing us like listen to what we're asking however however i will say that that Brenda mcdougall has sung that song to the top of I her lungs since song. I could oh, hear it, okay? It and I cannot wait to see si- them singing it at the NFL. I don't even watch football, right? But I'm going to watch that game I just so. I and I- I'll-, I'll be in my mama's yard and we'll all watch it and she'll sing, and I'll have a fond memory of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, at the same time, but it's not what we asked for, it's not what we asked for at all. I didn't ask I didn't Stop ask killing me. us, not give us a song that we already know, and then sing the song, you know. Ever, you however, go back to school, but I want you to say this is how we do it. A, B, C, D, and this is how we maintain it and start with the side conversations and people, you know, one person wants to burn a mask and somebody feel like their rights is being taken and, and then you got these kids with these same parents who come into school with no mask or feel like they shouldn't and they probably got it because right. they don't wear it at all and then they're infecting my kid who who will be perfectly fine but will drop it off right here on me and then I will be the one who's out for three weeks because if every sickness that walks in his clothes lands on me because he's right. on on Don and he don't ever get sick and everything he brings home from that school drops right here on me. You got oh, nasty kids. Kids are just. to like, get your yeah, yeah, shot. That's like yeah, you get yeah, yeah. your cootie shot Now I got
3: my cootie. You got to get your cootie shot in. Have you, you updated your
0: He brings the cooties in here.
3: Now, <laughs> now, give her the cootie vaccine.
0: Circle, circle, dot, <laughs> circle,
3: dot. Circle, <laughs> dot now got you Okay, well, that's how you don't get it. You got to do the
0: vaccine. Listen, that the yeah, you were first, and If you survive, uh, then I'll <laughs> take that. I'm not taking that vaccine. I'm
3: doing I'm doing I'm doing this one right here. This is the one I'm doing. <laughs> I, I'm not you ain't shooting me up with this. Nah. No. That's what I'm saying. So we got it out Okay. let me say this. Let me say this. Yeah. So okay, yes. All of
0: what you're saying is correct. So yes, check, check, check on everything you said.
2: However, let let me just do a quick little plug. From a medical standpoint, and I get people being nervous about this vaccine and about medications that are coming out. If, if, if at least if 50% of us can get tested, that would make a huge public health, community health difference. Because at least we would know how many people are walking around. Even if people don't want to wear their mask, we know that you are not an asympt- asymptomatic or presymptomatic person walking around spreading this disease that everybody down.
0: Right. A... pre-symptomatic explain us to a little, uh, give us a little pre-symptomatic right.
2: See, now no, not symptomatic. Not symptomatic. <laughs> okay so asymptomatic means zero symptoms right you don't have the disease or, or you have the disease but you're not you're not eliciting any symptoms of it pre-symptomatic means you have the disease but you think you're okay because like you're checking your temperature you don't have a fever which means nothing or you don't have a cough, which means nothing, but we caught you two or three days prior to you developing symptoms, and then eventually you started to have symptoms. So we don't know what gap of time you might be catching you in, even if you get tested. Testing still does not mean 100% that you will never get become infected, but there are gaps in time because it takes a couple of weeks to develop symptoms after getting um, infected. I know it's so it's so frustrating. It's Ooh. crazy, and
0: and they still don't understand if you've been infected, whether you can get reinfected or not. Yeah. Right,
2: right. So I'm so telling my people, my people, this my circle is. So you know, we have two different types of testing. We have the nasal swab, which is horrible. So the nasal swab, because <laughs> I've had it. Did you have the nasal swab? Yeah. So nasal swab is for when you have active symptoms. Cough, fever, shortness of breath, now runny nose, sore throat, diarrhea. Those are like the big cardinal symptoms. If you have those symptoms or you can- Sound like
0: pepto
2: Huh? I'm
0: say, now I think I got yes. it.
3: Oh, <laughs> then I think I got You keep
0: adding <laughs> shit to <'cause laughs> the liver of everything, right? Y'all
3: keep adding stuff, right? now I have Y'all it. just want me to have them. That's what you want, <laughs> let me be great. I know.
2: So if you have symptoms or you've been exposed, hey. that says, yes, I tested COVID positive, get the nasal swab because that's most accurate. But if you had zero symptoms, you don't think you've been exposed, you're not sure if you've been exposed, if you had a cold back in November and you're thinking, was that it? Get the blood test for antibodies.
0: Okay? I had pericarditis in February and I think it was COVID.
2: So have you gotten antibody tested yet?
0: No, because my doctor said it really for me because I have a compromised immune system due to my Crohn's disease and the medication I take is really not. I can't. I can't donate plasma because I have Crohn's, okay. and I just. I still need to be careful. And a lot of times that antibody test makes people gives people a false sense of security.
2: So again, let me so the disclaimer to that is no. It, is, it should not make you feel more safe. You should not stop wearing your mask. You should not do that. But, you know, the reason that Nish and I are sitting this close together is because we, again, we're part of the same pod, which means those trusted circle of individuals that you trust with your life, and you are all doing the same things and sanitizing the same way. I got tested four or so days ago, and so my test was negative, so I feel okay in our small circle not doing it. Downstairs, I still have my mask. When we go downstairs, I'll put my mask back on. Yeah. But, um... You know, so yes, it does not mean that you stop doing all those wonderful things you're doing and have done to prevent the illness. It just, it gives you one more piece of information that you didn't have before, right? It's the only thing we have. We don't have a vaccination. We don't have a proven medication yet for the community. The only thing we have right now is testing, and I think it gives you some power rather than none. So as a physician, get tested in some way. I got tested. I'm getting tested every two or three weeks because I'm in the face of people that are sick. So.
0: That's all I'm gonna say about that. Get tested. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yep. But right. what about when you think about school? Like, how are you going to? That's my only concern. Is that there are some people that are just out here that just. I mean, if it's a party day there, if it's a beach week day there, uh, everything. They back and forth to Florida and here and there and yeah. then all of these people are going to be right back at school breathing on my kid who's going to bring it home to me. And there's a there's a logistical before you answer, there's a logistical struggle between who in these schools are going to wear their masks. They have the right. older kids wearing the masks which are the ones that are less likely to touch each other and they have the, I have an echo, um, they have the younger kids not wearing a mask Because they probably won't wear them all day, but they're the ones that are more likely to exchange germs. What? They just yeah, nastiest ones. Yeah, they the nastiest ones. (laughs) Uh. I don't know because I got a seventeen year old. He's rather nasty. (laughs) Dang, huh? I mean, like for a boy, like he do stuff like I don't know. They. Boys, in my opinion, they always wrestling or you know somebody always got the ball and you. Got, I mean, it's always something. They always <laughs> it. Like from a female perspective, I just think he is just a boy and it's just I can't guarantee that he ain't nasty. I know.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so,
1: so you can get this, by the way. So he uh, <laughs> <is>. Nasty guy. <laughs> you nasty. <laughs> you nasty. <laughs> Okay. Mm-hmm. They'll have to mandate the sure and hopefully, <laughs>
2: hopefully teachers will get too, and they'll make yeah. that the part the requirement.
0: I hope that they at least make that part mandatory, where they at least have to test the kids every day.
2: Yeah. How?
0: Mm-hmm. What? Every day. Every day. You hold it every day. They ain't gonna test them, day, day, test them every day, friend. you You just had you. You know you done been exposed over the weekend. Here it is. Can't go every day. Don't have to- you got to symptomatic. Them two days in between there. We can't go every day, baby. No, know. they might test their temperature when they come into school. They do temperatures every, day, every day. test every day. Like, yeah, I don't
2: what know. does that mean? Now we know that doesn't that
3: does mean anything, right? Oh, right. To get t- right. Every every week,
0: something change about how you can and cannot get it. Yep. SDL Hughley. You know yeah. Ask Herman Kane who should have gave up that ventilator. Oh. Wow. Shot fired. <laughs> wow. Downtown. I feel like if you're doing all that, then get that ventilator to somebody who's protecting themselves. Okay. But yeah. that's just my personal opinion. We're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> You grinning in the stands and then next day, but they are their whole administration got it. They keep passing it back and forth. Nice. <laughs> so vaccine,
2: are y'all gonna get some vaccines? You're not gonna get them
0: You don't think so? I think they no. gotta do I think I, they gotta I'm do first, a couple of other no, people. You know, when the first iteration no. of a phone comes out, I don't yeah, I'll wait. The first phone. Yeah. <laughs> I wait. Good, I'm no. like two years I, behind I on my mind. phone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't ever get You gotta hurt. give me some time. I gotta see how that goes. What is that, yeah. That circle, circle, dot dot, dot. dot dot. Now you got that super shot.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I just vaccinated myself. I'ma let y'all run up the first one and see how many y'all dropped. And then, you Whoa. know, we come see, then we come holler at the vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not, I'm just keeping it real. I'm not, I'm not getting it like the first time that it, that well, it comes
2: I'll up. Eventually line. I'll eventually get it, but yeah, I'm not gonna be
0: number one. In yeah, the... no, I'm not gonna be first. I'm not volunteering. Yeah, you I'm when, they, you when they test that first batch of people, just like the first batch of people who went outside first, we went out for Memorial Day. Up, yeah, all of them, I let everybody do it first and then I'll mm-hmm. get involved. But yeah, I'm. I'm never first in line. Yeah. For anything, I'm not gonna
3: let you shoot me up with the disease. Damn, I'm not just gonna stand there and take it, right? You're gonna have to earn this body. I do. I do. What do you, you say, Doc?
0: Talking? What do you say about the vaccine? So,
2: yeah, I'm worried. I'm worried. Uh, now I do have a lot of wonderful friends that work in research, and you know, the one of the main leaders in research is actually a black female doctor from North
4: Carolina. Uh, I heard that.
2: Yes. But, yes. I think I think Kizzy or we we'll call her, her nickname is Kizzy. But um she um is doing a lot of great research and I, I have you know information from folks in research to say that they, they have very optimistic um feelings about the vaccinations that are being looked at um right now. Um but again, you know, it, it you know it may come out as early as the fall. I won't be number one, number two, three,
0: four. I won't be top ten. But that's right in the middle of flu season. So how are we going to yeah. know the difference between the two? Is what yeah. I was having another conversation about. Like, how are we going to know who's yeah, that? a what? COVID
3: call? Oh, no, this is a flu call. You don't no, know strategy call. So they don't even know that now. Medical providers, make sure you t- you have your trusted medical individuals that you're
2: talking to about the stuff. Don't right. rely on media.
0: Don't rely on. Faith. Yeah, no, no. Listen. Last week I started coughing when the after the cuz we didn't see the Saharan dust but it was here. Yeah,
3: and I was cough
0: cough coughing. I said, <laughs> I woke up in the middle of the night talking about COVID. Is that you? <laughs> you know time my nose <laughs> and know I, no, I had allergies <laughs> since 1996. I time my nose. Hurts, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Am I? Not me, Lord. Not me. Don't me Not me. I got more work to do. Oh my God! Not now,
3: not now, Big Sky Daddy. I'm not ready to meet you, Sky Daddy. No, I got no, too no, much no. to
0: do on this earth. Right. <laughs> no, Don't daddy, take no. me now. <laughs> daddy.
2: Carmen, did you make
0: that up? What, did Sky Daddy? Sky Daddy yeah um he's in the sky right <laughs> you better get that on a t-shirt you better get that cop but go ahead go right now put us on mute go right now and get a piece of paper in the envelope and write it down and do a poor man's copyright
2: yeah mail it to yourself right
3: you have to mail it to yourself mail it to
0: myself okay yeah that's All a poor right. man's copyright so that when we get these t-shirts popping you can get paid baby sky I'll daddy don't, don't tell you know, me these, now these phones and internet be listening next thing you know I, it's too late, oh damn it! My. When we up here,
3: we've already got t-shirts on them. When we go back into Facebook, right now,
0: yeah, when everybody's already it t-shirt, the shirt uh, already yeah. on. Them. It's gonna be like black t-shirt, it. sky daddy. It's
3: gonna be like, it's gonna be like sky
0: daddy.
3: <laughs> skydaddy dot, sky dot com, It's coming up. I mean. <laughs> Next up, it's
0: already it's already written. We already yeah. said
3: too much. It's already coming up on our timeline. As soon as
0: moving along, you know. yeah, they don't listen. I'm gonna pop Scott up Daddy. on an ad on my um on my cell phone in like right. two right. seconds. My Instagram, yep, yep. Open your Instagram, Sky Daddy. <laughs> <Scott> Daddy. <laughs> um, what are you guys? We talked about self care. Going to move to a little wrap here, but we talked about self-care at the beginning what are you guys doing for self-care
3: Day drinking
0: um i don't know that and um i think i've just really been connecting with people more um Because I do now have a little bit of time, but I can't honestly say that it's enough because I am one of those people who really, really likes to be around my friends and, you know, everybody else. I I miss you. Yeah, I mean, like I legit want to get out of here every day and I cannot so yeah so like zoom calls and all that I am like the kids it's cool for a minute but I still want to do what I want to do yeah. like how many times am I at home for this many weeks yeah. I can't go to the beach I can't you know it's my time it's summertime my birthday is next Sunday what am I do- happy nothing. birthday <laughs> thank you <laughs> Oh, birthday. Birthday call, right? yeah. But they drinking and calling people on the phone and texting, using this unlimited okay, data? The Birthday Parade. Anytime <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> minutes. <laughs> all these anytime minutes. Anytime minutes. Yeah. I don't, I,
3: yeah. Yeah. So lots of Zoom calling,
0: lots of Zoom conferencing. Um, you know, lots of club
2: quarantine,
0: lots of mm-hmm. Fat Auntie Lounge.
2: You yeah. know, the, the free DJ parties that are happening. Um, a lot of these, you know, good concerts. A lot of these uh, celebrities are going online and doing Instagram lives and doing the concerts and singing and performing for us. The verses, I've been doing verses yeah. Versus the series with folks yeah. going, uh, head-to-head battle. And then, you know, again, a lot of this it, it sucks that we're still sheltering at home and having to deal with this pandemic. But you know, catching these naps, you know, <laughs> mm.
0: yeah, my sleep um, schedule that- is. Yeah, must come, on, yes, yes.
2: come on, naps, come on, naps a It's been glorious getting these extra hours of sleep. Trying to focus on some exercise and um, just you know really you know recommitting to spending good time with the family. And so that it, that's been if you can count some blessings this having some time with with my kids at home and being together and eating dinner every night together, which wasn't necessarily the case we were on the grind, has it's been, it's been really really helpful. But you know, by myself, self-care, trying to get some exercise, catching up on these naps, and then just sitting and being quiet and watching some crazy TV, you know, when the kids go to sleep, and being, you
3: know, one-on-one with my husband and having our date night. You better
0: date it up. Okay. Date it up, Doc. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have not insert, been so Insert a, a side. Don't date too Sorry.
3: hard, though, Doc, because <laughs> you know we <we're> inside.
0: What <laughs> <laughs> a <laughs> Don't, don't start over. There's whole new technology. Don't, the last time. don't date too the hard, girl. i <laughs> <I'm>
1: sure
0: you <laughs> know. Well, little Corona will be here before you know it. Little, little, COVID. little COVID. Come in, COVID. <laughs> little COVID. <laughs> don't date too hard,
3: Doc. You know we up in
2: these
3: hard times. we can stop dropping
2: off the cocktails.
0: Oh, Oh. you will not deflect on me, ma'am. No, 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 and the the fat Mac. Go ahead and blame it on the fat Mac, too, doc. Nah, I mean, listen, listen. Listen. Mm
3: -mm.
0: We got nothing to
3: do once we shut the door,
0: right? After the drop off, you are responsible for your own. (laughs) (laughs) You need a warning label.
3: Absolutely! Don't get. What
1: are you doing? Oh yeah. Nisha's in the woods. I know. So for the self care, right? We talked <laughs> earlier. Just still doing my monthly, you know, check ins with my therapist. Um, um, and then the other part. So this year, I've had on my, I wouldn't consider it more bucket list, but just something that I find is very intriguing and I'll explain this. But um, I'm learning how to go off grid. So I've been spending the past three weekends in the woods. So. Learning how to like build a fire, how to
0: pitch a tent, assemble a hammock, scare away black bears like the whole night. And so, um, <laughs> bears? Bears? Not did you say bears. say bears? Like, was there a bear there in your training example, or they just kind of showed you so how to scare last, a bear? So,
1: two two weekends, I went out with the um, with a group of folks camping in Nashville, and um, someone mistakenly, mistakenly, very new camper. Left her pork chop in one of those like disposable coolers. You you know, the one you pick up from Walmart for like, yeah, the styrofoam ones. Styrofoam ones. Lucky to say. Lucky. So, uh, Mama Mama Black Bear and her cubs came over and basically like destroyed the whole area. And she was so smart that she knew how to pull the plastic off of the package and ate like the meat. They got the turkey bacon, like everything that was in that cooler. Who camps
3: with pork chops? What kind of camping is this?
1: <laughs> I told you I told you first pork first, chops. I was like, what? <laughs> it was steak. It was pork chopping, it was something. And so it was that and then like some, some turkey bacon and some other stuff. So um anyways, we went to another location and we did a couple of hikes and then we came back to our ground, our campground. And that's where like the park ranger was like we might have to kick y'all out because you know that like this is a big no no. And so the whole night, like we are up just trying to make sure that other folks who were camping out near us were good because the mama bear and her pubs kept coming back. Ooh. So they were like climbing the trees and they were over by the dumpster and so not for me. Yeah. Not yeah. for
3: they me. They was acting like some real black bears, wasn't they? <laughs> <laughs> Not real black bears, bears. real black bear. there was some real <laughs> black bears I'm coming back son. <laughs> hey, this
0: was the one where we got the good meat this is the one where we had the pork chops y'all
2: they got
3: pork chops over
2: here
3: yeah they were calling their homies like bro, they got pork chops over here
2: yeah. <laughs> a it, yeah.
3: <laughs> them others only have hot dogs and s'mores <laughs> They grilling veggies, over <laughs> they, here. yeah, yeah, they out here eating granola. These over here <laughs> eating sandwiches. <famages. laughs> yeah, but it's
1: just been it's been nice, honestly. Like for me, just in terms of finding a way to disconnect, you know, from um, you know from work, and that's just something I'm personally, you know, working through. It's like learning how to, um, you know, pour my time into into my career. You know, I'm very passionate about where I am right now, and so there's also right like this healthy balance that we all um acknowledge right and it's for me having the ability to disconnect and i feel like you're losing a step or you know the anxiety of like oh did i i I have to do this you know right now or i have to capitalize on this you know this particular deal Or this opportunity is like, no, you know, like, it's okay. We're going to, we're going to take a step back and and we're going to move slowly. The opportunity may still be there. It's not, it doesn't matter because you create the opportunity. So it's, you know, it's, it's, it's this process and it's, it's having to, um, put a new, you know, work-life integration system, you know, into place. And so I appreciate that. You know, I, I value like my time, you know, out in nature. And like I said, I, I think for me, it's been a long time. I remember driving up to Asheville, and I was getting so emotional because I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Just the the greenery and, mm-hmm. and just how beautiful. Right, the air was so fresh, and it was just like, "Oh my gosh!" I've needed this for so long, and so um, yeah, it's, it's been great. But that's been been my thing the last last couple of weekends. Um, I think I'm banned from REI right now because I've been <laughs> going crazy. I've like I've literally funded right a whole other lifestyle, so like I can live out of the back of my trunk. You know, like. Cool. I literally can
2: live out the back of my trunk. And so it's cool, Like I, I love Interesting. at the same time, it's just kind of like, yo, you're gonna be something right now. You were this person all along, right. apparently. Right. And now you have the space to allow
3: that person <laughs> to, to come out, to come the bear. Out, right. Set that bug out bag ready. Yeah. to Bug
0: out. <laughs> That's a whole new definition in a night bag.
3: Yeah. <laughs> pin the night pin the night bag. it's a pin the night, bears. Pin the night. The
0: bears, so you're off the grid for a whole weekend like I'm cool with that but what about the kids like I always think this tie technology has been made me able to like kind of keep tabs or people keep tabs on me if necessary like how does that work so I will
1: I will let them know ahead of time like what I'm doing but they also think okay I have to tell y'all this a little white lie. So my kids because my hair is short and they saw Black Panther, they literally think that I am one of the dormologies. If y'all remember <laughs> What? So I I am a I am a real ass. Superhero. I'm a real ass superhero to them, right?
0: That's amazing,
1: though. That that is, amazing. is amazing. Yes. that I'm the door And so, y'all, we have not told them. It's kind of like Santa, right? Like we haven't even revealed it to them. So they think they're. Don't even
3: don't don't ever tell no, them. Don't ever tell, tell them. Don't ever tell, don't tell, tell, tell them. them. Let them. 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 Them, them. them figure don't, it out. Don't take that. Don't take that from him. So when yeah, I let
0: them training, have it. Don't something. do it. Just leave it. <laughs> Just leave so it. it. So
3: right. like, when I'm okay. doing
1: stuff like this, like camping, or now, like oh, tomorrow, I start training for my first triathlon. It's like, yo, that's that's the expectation. Like you're supposed to be doing. I oh, love of that. Stuff. And so he on- thinks you in training.
3: He thinks you training for the war. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's not
1: that's, that's how they look at it. But for me, right. It's, I still need to check in with them. So some places that I go, there's no reception. So unfortunately, right, like it could be a 15 mile trek all the way up the hill. But guess what? Mama am going to have to come 15 miles back down and then drive another five miles just so I can get reception and like check in with you, you know, for the day. Yes. Um, I Also, because of my friends, you know, not everybody agrees with me going off grid, but I have an agreement, which is <laughs> I'm leaving on this day and then you can expect me to call you on this day when I'm returning. And then if I do have reception, I will just send them like a quick photo of me doing something or just say, Hey, I'm good, but it's, it's, it's a work in progress, but I feel like everyone like really the decision that I have, but I also recognize that people care for me. Right. And so this is just letting them know that like, I'm good. But yeah, Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I don't know that I could do that though. You oh, like would have no, to be no, tropical. No. You know no. how I am. It, a bug get after me. No, like You can't you can't deal with Yeah. Am. you can't no. do that, ma'am. No ma'am, no, ma'am. Backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't need all of y'all backing me up on this. <laughs> uh <laughs> I don't backyard. Like how <laughs> backyard. <laughs> on a deck with <laughs> bug spray <laughs> and off. That's I can it. Wrap. We can
2: have a
0: whole thing. Like you're right, not. you're right. Now if we could go glamping off the radar, then yeah. that's me. Yeah.
1: But I want I want to share this with y'all. So the other part of why I'm also doing this is because I am like you guys, right, very passionate about entrepreneurship. But I tend to be right like overly focused sometimes. And so for me, right, that's why I am saying creating this this a better integration is because I love just the concept, right, of taking nothing and creating something. And there's it, that's that value, you know, for yeah. work, but not having to do it right for work. And so that's why I was like, I, I love to channel that. And that's what I've been able to find, you know, in nature, like, oh, you know, you take these rocks or these twigs or these macs and then I can create a fire and now I can, you know, cook and all this, this sort of thing. Yeah. But I've been looking for those outlets, right, in which to be able to do that, but it's not tied, you know, to work. So that's kind of the other, you know, piece to it. Um, and then I just think it's cool as hell, right? Like for most people, they got to go on YouTube in order to figure this stuff out. And it's like, no, I'm out here just I like, I know how to do it. I, I'm, it. I'm, I'm just doing it. So that's, great. <laughs> that's good. That's good. We're
0: going to have to call you before we go to the mountains because I need some tips, but pack us a bag and put everything we need in it yes. with the instructions, step-by-step instructions on it because we don't know this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're going to be in a house, friend. You're not going to be out in the wilderness. I don't know though. Oh, so too anything close. Might too happen. close. It's too close to the woods. Yeah, they' right there on the other side. They' right there. <laughs> we need a little baby bug out bag. We need the be black ready. bears and the pork chops. is <laughs> almost as good as Tico's Mexico donkey story, but we're not going <laughs> to need this. Day. So do those even of think you, want to hear that? Well, I don't then, know you're, about You're, you're not going to hear it today, but uh,
3: <laughs> I don't think I
0: want to. It's an episode somewhere, maybe a couple. <laughs> um, I want to thank you, ladies, for coming today. I think this was great, giving everyone a, a taste of what it is to be a mom in this time. Um, just starting with Daisha, tell us what you have going on. Um, explain to us a little bit about your company, and let's just go around the room. Okay. Um, so I'm Daisha. I am with Toasted Up, um, LLC. We are a mobile mixology and bartending service. So we provide custom cocktails and mocktails typically for event-based services. Um, but because we do not have events, um, we are doing pre-mix options and delivery service. Um, we are also doing online mixology courses where we kind of teach you a few cocktails um, and how to create them to add to your menu. Um, And we will be soon starting um, some bar inspired swag like the t-shirts and glasses and flasks and things of that nature just so that we can continue to um, provide a little service and a smile. Um, For us, we know that um, libations make us happy and so we like to share that with other people. So if you are ever in the need, certainly feel free to reach out to us. We are on www.toastitupwithus.com. We are also on social media um, at Toast It Up LLC on Facebook and Toast It Up With Us with an underscore between each word on Instagram. Yes.
1: Ow. Ow. Very yummy. Very yummy.
0: (laughs) Food and beverage. We'll continue on the food and beverage route full street fat mac wangs what
3: you got Uh, i'm the sample when it comes to sipping sample
0: yeah we did we we didn't get to do another
3: one we didn't get to do i'm so sad i'm sad sad. yes hashtag quarantine and chill you're right let's come back to that so since we are in the house right now and everybody is tired of cooking and these kids are tired of chicken alfredo and spaghetti every night okay Uh, We have created a quarantine and chill meal menu, so it is a half pan of of food that feeds four to six uh, people, and uh, what we do is uh, we deliver it to you, you know, that's out, so you can email us at fullstreetwings at gmail.com for that. We are a full-service catering company and food truck, however, again, due to this pandemic, Um, We have not been out uh, to do our big events. However, we have been able to do some smaller events. Um, Right now, we are following the regulations as far as how many guests are allowed inside. And we are currently running a special for private uh, dinner parties at the West Room. Shout out to Patrice over there. Um, So we're doing intimate dinner parties and brunches where all 10 people obviously know each other. There aren't any individual ticket sales. Or anything like that. It's one party that's booked together collectively. And we take care of everything from your food, your drinks, you know, everything like that. ambiance, And it's safe. It's sanitized. And you're the only one uh, that's in that space during that time. Um, So we have a couple of other different things that we go. Obviously, we're known for our wings. We're known for our Fat Max and things like that. People can still order that. Do not hit me up for a six piece. I don't do that. Do not call me. For that you got to get fit the wings.
0: You gotta nah, get fit the yeah, Pippin. We, we push weight. We push weight, okay? We push weight around here.
3: Don't call me for that six-piece lemon pepper because it's going to be a no. Okay? It's going to be a no. We're not doing individual order. I'm not coming out the house. You know what I'm saying? Oh. For ten dollars. I'm not doing that. Okay. <laughs> You're first. You're first. We, yes. we ain't doing that. Okay. Yeah. We're not doing that. We need some numbers to make us move over here right now. No okay. okay. single okay.
0: no. no single order.
3: No single order. You better you and your friends better get together and order collectively. You see what I'm saying? To do something. But we're not doing okay. single orders
0: hand right hand now. Your plate. Nah.
3: <laughs> no plates. No single plates. So right now, like I said, we're all everything. Everything is full street wings. Like when you leave my street, you're full. I know we're in the bull city. Everybody wants to say bull street. Nah, we're not bull street. We're full street with an F for Frank. Okay? For full. <laughs> That's what we do. You leave my street, you're full. All right, you see what I'm saying? Check it, check it out. Full street, baby. Full street. Oh my god! Full street wings. That's up. what we do every day. I'm I'm being real nice right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't mind. Shout out to Frankie's again. for having the bar I'm with the children because this has definitely got me through this podcast right here. So shout out to this black cup. That's in here.
0: You're making me cough and think I had a Rona cut it. <laughs> you high. got the
3: Rona cough. You yeah. got that Rona cough. Get out of there. Get that Rona cough out of here. But yeah, that's it. That's uh, that's who we are. Catch us on everything social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Everything is at Full Street Wings. I'm your favorite chef's favorite chef. <laughs> oh, okay. No, the no,
2: elevator
1: no, 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 no. Oh, I'm sorry. So, uh, <laughs> um so um I started Lansing Gray uh 2002, so it's a commercial real estate investment uh company. Um I just closed on my second um acquisition in downtown Denver. Hey, hey. hey, hey. Okay! Take the block. Take a five back a block. So we yeah. officially have a portfolio since we have two buildings now. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, first building, 112 West Main, um, tenants include Empower Dance Studio, um, Luna, uh, Rotisserie, um, and Empanadas, and then Morningstar Law Firm. Uh, The second building is actually primarily vacant, but I do have um, three tenants in that building. I'm excited, it's the first redevelopment project uh, for me, and it's gonna be just under sixteen thousand square feet that I'll be renovating. yeah, I'm just I'm like super super excited about this transition. So pretty much anything you know, those things, construction, related, I'm um, I'm all for it. Um, I'm in a in a really easy place right now, you know, in terms of
0: the company. So looking the scale, um, hoping you know to so go ahead and make that job, like, oh, that job. Well, and fine. I am super yeah. proud of this chick because she was doing Whee! something completely unrelated and drew a line in the sand and was like, this is what I'm going to do. And she fucking did it. It is amazing. Dope. Dope. It has been amazing. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Thank, you, <laughs> thank you, Thank you, <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank
3: you. I, it's funny,
1: right? Because So y'all know, Keisha's sister B is like my best friend. So I remember sitting in her office. So I, my background is actually in banking. So I had 12 years of, of working in, in banking, finance, operations, and it was just a pivotal time for me in life. And it was you know just trying to figure out what's that next thing and like all folks you know or some of you may have found yourself in that in that place and it's like you figure it out and you stumble across it for me and it was like you know this is exciting i get to be creative i get to figure out problems you know on a daily basis like this is it and so um i actually ended up working full-time for a local construction company commercial construction company and then i went under contract to buy my first building at the same time and then um, you know, I haven't haven't really shared, but then I'm also going through divorce, right, and making sure my kids are good, and um, moving back, you know, to downtown Durham, which which I love so much, um, and so all these, you know, transitions over the past year, so um, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful for the tribe, you know, and, and, and folks, you know, like Doc here, and, and Keisha, and, and everyone, you know, have, have just at least checked in, right, and just seeing that, like, you're good, and, and reminding you, right, that, like, yeah, this isn't it. You know, there's more to come and just be pushing
0: and like just to say they're proud of you, right? Like that that means the world. Mm-hmm. You know, so the world is full and of hurdles. To say something to you, niche. You remember when we were in Black Upstart and I had to tell a personal story. Um, so we were in Black Upstart and we were kind of going through our um, ideations and there was some conversation around how I should change a few things. And Niche pulled me to the side and she was like, look, if this is what you're passionate about, then you go with it. And I was like, yeah, but it might be difficult. And she was like, no, where's your passion? <laughs> And she was like, you around." You. She did, and she was like, "If that's what you're passionate about, then you do it that way, and don't listen to what anybody else says." So it is super, super, super dope to see you doing the same thing that we talked about. So I have to give you that same energy and push it back to you and say how proud of you I am for seeing you do this and yeah. do it in your own special way. So I just have to share that. I don't that. want to cry today. <laughs>
1: You, know, you guys know like sometimes you'll talk with folks and it was like with Daisha and it was like you see you see what you're, doing, and you see what you're trying to do and yeah. there are other folks right who are like I kind of get it but I want you to tweak it the way that I want it to be and it's like yeah. that's what makes it so dope right is the fact that if you're thinking about it in this way and no one else in our market is doing it the way that Daisha is doing it and that's why I said stick to the plan like don't (laughs) we're going you know some stuff is going to tweak but just stick to the plan because this is a dope concept so i'm equally sis you know proud of you and what you're doing and right now right you're pivoting right but true to the core of what your business is and i and i love that and i love seeing all of us like thriving in a business you know perspective because i think that's the narrative that i want all of us you know to change is like so
0: people know business. We know how to make this money. We know how to work yeah. I, I I see that. I see that happening right now. Like it's just beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. It yeah. is. It is. We are magic. And again, I am so proud of uniform everybody. Magic. For sure. a a dope <laughs> magic. Yeah. And we are dope in our own respective ways. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got, Diggy Doc?
2: Yes, to wrap it all up, so I am at Doc Swiner on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, etc. My day gig is as a family physician, so I take care, myself and my team at Durham Family Medicine on Broad Street here in Durham, North Carolina. Take care of your family needs, so from newborn all the way up to geriatrics. I tend to see a lot of women's, women's health, uh, mental health, and pediatrics, so come to us if you need family care. If you'd like to be tested, come and see us in Durham Family Medicine. I got all the testing and swabs and things that you need.
0: Um and I drive from Wake County to Durham County to support docs and I see her as well.
2: <laughs> um, so that's my day gig. Um, and, and outside of being, you know, a wife and mom to two crazy girls and homeschool teacher and all that stuff nowadays, um, I also run Swiner Publishing Company as a self publishing consulting kind of a gig where I help you write your story. So whatever your story is, I can help you publish it, with a best-selling author and entrepreneur. My heart is truly in helping people to become entrepreneurs in whatever way. Usually a book is the first, you know, it can often be the first step to your foot in the door. Um, and then I do speaking engagements. I call myself the superwoman complex expert. And on July 18th, I'm gonna be having a, my first virtual summit. It's a free summit on July 18th. You can follow me at Doc Swiner. You'll see me posting about the new normal so whatever this new world looks like going forward with self care entrepreneurship um whatever you know medical mental health care we're be talking about it we're doing zoom and twitch so rsvp find me i'm at doc minor and, and yeah.
0: this has been an awesome day, ladies um despite my Echo issues. Hope they're better now. But um, I really appreciate you guys coming out. Um, I patronize you guys anytime I can. And definitely, if someone asks me, I tell them. Um, so I'm just going to wrap it up by saying take time for yourself. There's a lot going on, there's a lot um, thrown in our faces right now that we don't really know the answers to, and we don't really know how to navigate through. Um, But just take time And give yourself time to breathe Give yourself time to think Um, It's okay if you you eat Like shit for a couple of days Just get back on it the next day Don't be so hard on yourself It's okay if you feel like you missed a teaching moment With your kids that you're locked in the house With for how many ever months It's okay just get back on it At the next available moment So just be Mindful that Unless you are your full self or as close to your full self as possible, then you're not going to be any good to anybody else. So take care of yourself first and much love and peace. I would like to thank my guest today and we're out.
1: Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>